Hey guys, Roscoe of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles fame, before he had that wonderful business, had Roscoe's Chili and Donuts. An awful idea. Which failed business plan would you enact before finding your masterpiece? Uh, easy, easy answer, Michael. I would go with Steve's Mint Ice Cream and Spaghetti because I'm still dedicated to explaining how Shaun of the Dead, the ending... You know, that sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. You see, that's the thing, though. I opened up the restaurant thinking, okay, people will eat this and then suddenly understand my distaste for Shaun of the Dead. So my restaurant actually did very successfully, but in my frustration, because nobody understood me, I just quit. So it's still... I, I sold off all my stock. Someone else is making money off of Steve's mint ice cream and spaghetti. So you were good gonna, luck to that guy. You were going to get more points until you started hating on Shaun of the Dead, so I'm going to give you one point. Dedication. I'm sticking <laughs> to my guns here. Well, Michael, my failed combination would be ribs and sex. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a... How uh, is that a failed pros- combination? ...prostitution house that is also a smokehouse. I don't think you were here I for that you're episode. you're killing. <laughs> Hold on. Just go into that a little bit more because <laughs> I can see how it's failed, but at the surface level, it sounds amazing. I, well, um, it's it's extremely, uh, extremely unsanitary. You know, people will be uh, contracting all kinds of extra diseases other than the sexually transmitted ones. And it seems like it would be very hard to breathe during sex if there's oh, yeah. all that smoke. Oh, yeah. Very I'm going to give you three points. Thank you. I'm going to go with boiled cabbage and shoelaces. Four points. <laughs> oh, that was the reverse order. Although Ryan's was good. No explanation required on that one. Explain it. Oh, uh, I mean, sometimes you just need a new pair of shoelaces, and why not stop in for some cabbage while you're at it? Minus two. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of From Under a Rock. I am Ryan Evans. I'm James McAnally. I'm Michael Ornelas. I'm Steven Zarita. And thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the podcast dedicated to bringing you out from under the rock on movies you should have seen by now. Yeah, where have you been living? Under some sort of hard surface? Like a, some stu- like a stone. Uh, I, think, I feel like we're onto something there. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll workshop that a little like bit more. Boulder? Maybe yeah, it's that a little, that's two we'll syllables. So. We'll, we'll brainstorm. We're starting a new cycle of foire this week. Uh, you see, every cycle, each one of us gets to pick one movie, and the person who gets to pick the next movie uh, is decided by whoever has the most points at the end of the podcast. You heard us. Uh, you heard Michael giving away some points at the beginning there. But Ryan, the, why was I the one to give away points? Well, because you won last week's episode, the Power Rangers episode, and uh, you get to kick off our new cycle here. And of course, the most points are awarded during the challenge. challenge. No, Guys, not yet, not no, yet. Not Just hold yet. off on it. We're so, we, we get so excitable. I always think we're at the end. Guys, challenge. Don't. <laughs> we just you're, you're instigating. That was a test, and uh, Michael passed. My toes are curling, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sexy. Uh, yeah, Michael, since uh, it was your turn to pick, what did you pick? I brought Black Dynamite to the table. As the first of Ooh. our cycle of kung fu movies. Martial arts. Martial movies. arts. I'm sorry. Not just specifically kung fu. Yeah. In martial kung arts in general. Kung fu, as it's pronounced in Dynamite. 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 You know, right off the bat, how amazing would it be to have a theme song <laughs> that would play whenever you kicked in a yeah. door? First of all, 
everywhere you go, you kick in a door, <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> or throw then, somebody out a window. Yeah. And then your theme song starts playing. Uh, what kind of life is that for you guys? The high life. Yeah, yeah, that's the life. Isn't that the one that Miller advertises? Miller High Life? The... <laughs> I feel like I feel like they're going for the Anaconda malt liquor thing, though. I know. Yeah, yeah. it's a conspiracy. Gives mm-hmm. you ooh. <laughs> um, maybe we should explain that a little more, Michael. What is uh, when was this movie released? What is it about? Uh, I want to say it was two thousand nine. Nine, yes. Yeah, it was two thousand nine. It is That's another test. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's an homage to the black exploitation genre of movies from the uh, like sixties and seventies. Uh, Shaft being like the main standout that you probably would have heard of among those, but Blackula is in there. There's a couple more <laughs> that uh, kind of pervaded the mainstream. A uh, lot of those movies shot with incredibly low budgets uh, and like didn't have, I don't know if it was the effort or the resources to do multiple takes. So oftentimes they would <laughs> go with the first thing, even if there's production errors in them. And that came through in this movie in wonderful it, fashion uh, it works for clint eastwood right hmm? clint eastwood is known for just doing one take for everything yeah so should work for for the black exploitation genre michael jai white michael jai white um yeah so it, it's a satire on that whole genre slash an homage and i think it's executed wonderfully yeah one of the you you mentioned it just now one of the best things about this is it makes fun of how little budget and how little time they had to make these movies and i noticed that right away that the, some of these shots have a lot of very lazy zooms where it looks like the camera guys you know waking up and going oh we gotta we gotta move to a close-up here yeah or the lighting is lit everybody's lit from below so everybody's casting these harsh shadows on the walls as they walk in it looks like they're just lit by you know regular bedside lamps but the best part is probably towards the beginning of the film when black dynamite stands up in his office and the boom is clearly yeah. dipping in the frame and he even starts to look up at the boom, like, what, what, what is that doing there? Get that. Oh, okay. I'll just finish the scene. But he, but he keeps like, <laughs> yeah, like looking at it. There's, um, there's another scene where, uh, like somebody gets slapped, uh, in the take. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, and he breaks, and he breaks character. character. And, and then they have to recast a the, different actor. Yeah, exactly. Um, it actually reminded me a lot, uh, particularly of Guy from Harlem. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Guy from Harlem. Mm-mm. It is hilarious. And it has a 2.6 on IMDb, released in 1977. Uh, I watched a riff tracks of it, and it was just fantastic. Um, I highly recommend it. But it's almost like beat for beat, the same sort of thing, like a streetwise cop or you know CIA agent is mm-hmm. like looking for the drugs and all that shit. Doesn't go quite up to the realm of the White House though, um, which is where Black Dynamite. Among many places, ends up top. Yeah. Yes. Goes all the way to the top. He goes. He starts around. He's going around his neighborhood, and then he goes, then the he goes city, to and then the city, and then he goes to Kung China. Fu Island. Kung Fu Island, <laughs> not even China. Kung Fu Island. <laughs> Little flashback yeah, in I, Nam. Too. I thought he meant that and was the like Chinese kid a nickname Nam. for, uh, yeah, for China, China or something. Yeah. Yeah. He just calls China Kung, Kung Fu Island. Island. <laughs> nope, it's just uh, it's just an island. It's a huge landmass. You realize <laughs> island run by uh, Doctor Wu. And, uh, and fiendish Doctor Wu. Fiendish Doctor Wu. Wu. And then yeah, from there it goes straight to the White House. He, he goes all somehow. Over. Somehow, yeah. That's... So uh, Stephen was the only one of us who hadn't seen this yet. Yep. What'd you think? I thought it was hilarious. I love a good satire. I've seen a lot of movies that parody the genre they're in uh recently a lot of horror movies that you know parody 
that genre and I've seen a lot of them fail you know they don't quite get it right this gets its parody right I'm not familiar with black exploitation films I think I've maybe only seen one uh, Which, so I, I I can't pick up on all of the references but you know just from the kind of tropes that you see parodied in other pop culture right. I saw a lot of references in here to, to which black exploitation movie had you seen um I don't even know if it's if you would call it black exploitation sweet sweetback sweet oh, song yeah. sweet sweetback's badass badass song, song. yeah <laughs> badass, that sounds amazing badass yeah. with five s's yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh that was I watched that in uh film history I guess I'm gonna have to dive more into it and I know I I really if you want to talk about movies I'm I need to be taken out from under a rock on it's movies like Shaft. I like that. That's like at the top of the list of that genre. As great. I, I actually have the soundtrack on vinyl. It is. I've heard the soundtrack great is great. Yeah. Freaking Isaac Hayes wow. kicking all sorts of ass. Speaking of soundtrack, I mean, in this one. This, oh, yeah. The, the, the music in this is so, yeah, so perfect. Yeah, yeah. One fantastic. of the they composed it like like even lyrics on, you know, within the score to like fit like just they're expositional and they're yeah, telling the lyrics you what's are like oh scene. no somebody broke into Jimmy's place dynamite's <laughs> got a helicopter yeah, you, oh. you got a you got yeah. a lot you got all the soul singing you got the wah wah guitars and yeah. uh, the funky the bass. bongo beats yeah. you know there's yeah. even moments where uh, an actor or a character will kind of mess up a line and the and it plays a certain music cue and then the line messes up and the music stops and starts over <laughs> as the actor starts over. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they really had fun with it, and I love. Like, I think that's why this works great as a genre parody, is because it's on every level of the film, the the audio, the the visuals. It's you know yeah. all moving the towards the same joke. Tone yeah. References. Yeah. I, yeah, one thing I loved is that like, I think all most of, if not all, of the stock footage looked like legit '70s stock footage. I think they just it was ripped. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, they they found a stock footage library, and uh, yeah, like every single explosion in this movie. Was stock footage. They they didn't do a single one for themselves. That's fantastic. Yeah. I wonder what the budget was. I'm sure it was fairly cheap compared it to. Was... Well, they uh they did like you know have the whole chase scene. Um, wow. In the uh, like they they had to rent like a street for a day or something and like cha- do a chase scene and for the car. There are a few things. There are with, a few uh, like with uh, cream set corn when he was chasing yeah. cream corn. Yeah, or? when he was. Jason, no, the uh, the other guy, Chicago wins. Chicago wins. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right. Interesting note: the budget was two point nine million. Yeah, its box office was two hundred ninety six thousand. Thousand. Wow. Oh, thousand! It, I it, thought that was... it only made ten percent. Yeah. Oh, oh no! What about DVD? But sales? but it has become a cult classic. Yeah, right. it spawned it had a, a spin-off cartoon, cartoon series, uh, which I heard wasn't very good. It wasn't. Well, I didn't enjoy it, but I also only watched like the first three or four episodes it felt too referential to the movie like they weren't writing new jokes yeah they were just kind of uh, catering to people who liked the jokes mm. in the movie yeah but i believe a sequel is in the works oh to the movie yes oh, that'll be amazing man. can't wait for that um so uh just curious michael why you feel like this is a movie that we should have seen by now uh this is a movie that when it came out i saw it uh like a few months later, a friend turned it on to me, or turned me on to it, and uh, it was a mutual attraction. <laughs> yeah, it was a mutual. <laughs> we were both turned on, uh, and I just loved. It. I hadn't, I hadn't seen a comedy like it in quite some time. At least pulling that off, like mm-hmm. Austin Powers, is a good spoof movie that came. 13 years before this one or 12 years before this one. And I don't watch that many spoof movies because most of them 
fall way flat. Right. Now, within the horror genre, it's a little bit more common to hit, but it's also because there are a lot more of them. But, like, taking on a genre as specific as black exploitation and doing a satire of it, mm-hmm. I, I feel that this movie has such an uh, such a well done approach to its satire that even if you haven't seen a black exploitation movie, you get it. Yeah, right. Because to that point, I hadn't seen Shaft. Well, I have seen Shaft since, but yeah, but, I, I, I totally get it. Well, it's it, it's an extremely quotable movie. Oh, like, every line is like funny and and unique. Um, but I think that. It just gets comedy so right. In fact, uh, it says like on the back of the box here, uh, the best piece of cinematic satire since The Naked Gun. Uh, Peter have, Martin, Esquire magazine. It. Haven't seen The Naked Gun. Uh, Whoa. What? What? Whoa! Oh no! Me neither. Are oh, you serious? No, 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 no. That's not a thing to high five. No, it really guys. is not. Because high five. those are no. I've seen it. I oh. just want to make. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want you to feel like a loner. Of course, I've um, seen it. that. I would I would equate the comedy in this to the same uh, sort of lampooning um, satirical mm-hmm. comedy that that the Naked Gun series pulls off, uh, except for the third one. <laughs> I'd say the third one probably wasn't. Uh, I mean don't the remember and a half the thirty third and a half. I don't remember and, the thirty third and a third yeah. one uh, very much. I, I've watched but... the first and second one plenty of times. Yeah. So, um, and those ones, Leslie Nielsen just kills it, and I feel like this this it just gets comedy that same way and maybe because uh the genre that they're uh that they're lampooning happened to be uh, at its peak in the 70s which is when uh wait no the naked gun came out like late 70s early 80s something like that uh i can check for, for the you. sake of this conversation let's just matter. say let's yeah. just say um perhaps it's because it was around the same time period but uh but yeah, I I can't give this movie enough credit for being eighty eight for having a time really mm-hmm. oh okay well then I was way off yeah <laughs> but anyways um just two years know. before Y two K according to Ryan right according to Ryan yeah. oh could you count just to satisfy our own curiosity how do you count from eighty five to a hundred is this, is this a joke or I, no, I we mean just know. I just want to double check eighty five eighty six. 87, 88, 89, 100. Okay. Uh, Ryan, the 90s exist. The what now? <laughs> All right, we should we should be moving on with our discussion, I think. No, Naked Gun came out in 88. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, I'm confused. I don't know what you guys want from me. Yes. All right. Uh, when did uh, the Shawshank Redemption come out? Uh, must have been like uh, 89 or 2000, right? Something like that. <laughs> Ryan. Somewhere in there? Ryan. There was a so, period of time. There was 10 years. It was called the 1990s. It's when we all grew up and we had 19, our childhood. what now? Rugrats. Have you heard of that? No, not a, like, it was on you know, like babies? Yeah. Baby, yeah, it's about babies. Like babies yeah, are called I think Rugrats? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard of the term before, yeah. Guys, what do we, can we take him out? Can our next pick be the 90s? And, and yeah. expose Ryan to the 90s? Is that like a sci-fi film? Or? Okay. <laughs> we'll just go back to Black Dynamite because this is hopeless. We'll, we'll crack him. We'll get him. <laughs> we'll get him. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about the themes that Black Dynamite is sat- satirizing. Sure. Um, with these uh, black exploitation movies, they would often 
uh, I don't think Black Dynamite does this one specifically so much, but there's this idea of the model minority, which is kind of the Cosby show uh, image, you know. Um, like taking the minority and casting them in a, like. What is typically, very typically considered, positive. what is typically considered, yeah. A, like uh, an overcompensating, a family centric. Uh, Super successful. What is, what is typically considered to be like a white upper middle class kind of situation. Sure. Yeah, that, uh, that wasn't really in this. But uh, they do have some other uh, sort of uh, stereotype subversions, such as uh, the reversal strategy, which uh, celebrates stereotypes that would typically be considered harmful, um, such as uh, black penis size. (laughs) 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 They're they're very protective of their... Uh, of, their their, of, their li- of their Richards and <laughs> <laughs> uh, Black Dynamite, and uh, I, I think it's uh, really cool this kind of humor that um, uh, parodies these black exploitation tropes and right. uh, turns them on their head. Well, I mean, it's like, yeah, the the whole anaconda malt liquor turning black men's dicks mm-hmm. small is a main plot point, and like. I mean, it's the thing, thing. that sets yeah. everything in motion. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the the entire movie which is opens hilarious. on a commercial for Anaconda Malt yeah. Liquor, the like, only government approved. Malt yeah, and, liquor. and they really hit that like it's the only one like, which, approved by Uncle Sam. Which isn't shouldn't all malt liquor be approved by the government by no. the FDA? Perhaps they meant endorsed by the Food and Drug Administration. I no, I mean it was the seventies. I, I don't see why they would. Oh, when when did the FDA get started? I want to check that out. Nineteen ninety two. <laughs> what, what now? <laughs> 1992, good one. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, I mean, just the fact that that is such a huge reveal and and plot point is is in itself hilarious. Oh, 1906. Oh well, I was. <laughs> that's really close to like the 1890s. So they definitely they definitely <laughs> should did, have heard about that. In this when movie. did uh, the jungle get written? I want to say that was 30s or 40s. Mm. So yeah. it was um, already Martin, around. Martin Man, Sinclair. this is just a history lesson this episode. <laughs> right. Very educational. I I loved that plot point. It was something I kind of went back and forth oh, 1906. on. 1906. Nice. See? Maybe that's what... Because isn't that what started it? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess that makes sense. All right. Right. Oh. Uh, the whole... <laughs> James. Upton Sinclair, not Martin Sinclair. I'm sorry. James, you're educational. I'm going to give you a point. Yeah. The whole shrinking penis size thing it was kind of funny how obvious it was to me in the plot like oh that's totally what they're after like from the very first commercial that started the movie i thought oh well they're probably you know i figured out the whole plot they're advertising this towards black men to shrink it and then uh, the every all the white guys will feel better about themselves uh but i loved you know knowing that throughout the movie and then watching them figure it out in that quintessential scene and yeah uh, it wasn't roscoe's chicken and waffles it was it was a diner, it was, it was it was just a diner. A diner. where the Roscoe idea was, there. In, was incepted but yeah. yeah i just love watching them go in this extremely roundabout yeah. train of thought the greek god of war uh, Ares. i was getting like a I, real greek history lesson there too i think that's actually uh another you know as hilarious as that scene is it's another form of subver- subversion where uh these this group of you know black gangster types you don't expect them you to don't be expect them to be so well versed in greek, myth- greek, greek and, and roman, roman or, or astrology history. and, and as, as we all know area codes as we all know the uh greeks but, invented the uh astrological symbols in 
785 BC. 785 is the area code for Topeka. Oh my God. That's Kansas. the area code for Topeka, Kansas. Code Kansas. <laughs> yeah, that was just a brilliant. And Richard's scene. another word for. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> Anaconda Malt Lake gives you. Woo! Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, now, what was the connection with. Woo! That was something too. Little Richard. Little, little Richard. Richard. Yeah. Oh, because Little Richard. Who says else? That. Who else? Right. Goes, goes, goes that's, that, right, yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. You ever see that Geico commercial? Yeah. Cranberry sauce. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that was from like way back. James, I'm going to give you another point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just so funny. I mean, you figuring this out as an audience member way, way ahead of them. And Did you just really figure them. it out way ahead? Yeah. I remember when they were like, when they go in and it's Richard Nixon. I was like, I called it. Yeah. Wait, why'd you call Richard Nixon? Well, they went with the whole little Richard because he Dick was who thing. was president. He, who was president <laughs> around the 70s. That would be mean and kind of racist. I don't know how racist he actually was, but I imagine he was. Um, and it was an f- easy target to pick on. That's, yeah, that's unfair. And Picking on whole, poor Richard. Thing, the whole Richard dick. dick thing. His name's Richard. That's already a connection to the joke there. I mean, right, who if, else would it be? If you are, if you really figured it out that yeah. far ahead, I'll give you a point. And Ryan for... I think he deserves two points for that one. I'm going to give him one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you, James. And Ryan for pulling up. We're, we're, are you basically reading off a paper you wrote in college? You're, you're <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am. I'm, I'm citing myself. <laughs> now, if you turn to page two. Now, for the sake of that writing that paper and it being relevant to this talk, I'm going to give you two points. Hey, I can't right. think of anything I wrote in college I, that's been relevant lately. I actually wrote it on another black exploitation parody film called "I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker," sure. which is fantastic, and I might pick it at some point in this. We podcast. should do just a, a cycle of black exploitation. That'd be awesome. I would. I'd be up for it. It's I need genre. to watch Blackula. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm down with black exploitation parody, but uh, sweet sweet backs was really tough for me to sit through. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the one of the other things that they like brought from the just the filmmaking process of black exploitation movies into this one. Um, there's an excellent comedian by the name of Baron Vaughn who yeah. has a scene in the very beginning of the movie. He's brother Jimmy, man, and he. He is this well-spoken, like like a, a like a theater actor. He is very dramatic in his in his speech pattern. All right, you jive suckers. Yeah. What is it you are playing at? Look, man. He, he was he was <laughs> he was a traditional yeah theater actor, and apparently that was a thi- like a thing that the old black exploitation movies would do when they like had a part and they didn't have enough actors they would hire theater actors who would not read the part the way it was intended oh really at all yeah and so that was an homage to that and i've I've actually i've watched this movie with the writer and director commentary on Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of really fun insights you've uh uh, I, I don't remember what the translation was, but the thing that he has, like the little Chinese kid when mm-hmm. he's telling his nom flashback, the little thing that he has says to him is like just something like you have a small dick or something. Like oh, that. <laughs> um, uh, that's not what it is, but it's something along those something lines. Funny. And then there's like, a joke in what he's saying is. is yeah. And like you, you find out like some of the happy accidents, like the scene where he's like hanging up on his aunt Billy after his Kung Fu session. <laughs> and she and keeps talking. That was completely unplanned and he just literally couldn't find it, but he didn't break character. And so they kept it in the final cut. What I love about that, uh, just to jump in really quick is you, he doesn't get to hang up the phone until after her half yes. of the frame has moved out. 
So it's almost like I can't see the phone. This woman's blocking it from view. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and and I, that just works so perfectly. Like yeah, but just a happy accident. Also, when the uh, the thugs pull up outside of uh, Roscoe's Chili and Donuts and he's like hiding behind the, the, the donut. donut guy and you see the guy like pull up and they start shooting and the guy stands up and the car starts drifting yeah, away. Yeah, like he put it in neutral instead of park. He just, he just, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he just he even kind of like, I think he like even kind of points at the crew just like, I can't. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get the intern to fix that. Yeah, and the, you, like those are things you can't like Right, you can't. Sometimes you can't. You know, they, they just, just happen, like, happen, and you're like, "That's gold," because no one in the frame broke character. But in a movie like this, even if someone breaks character, yeah, it's, it's still totally, totally fine. fixed yeah. to put it in there. I think there were some that were written, such as uh, when Black Dynamite stands up quickly and reveals the boom mic well, yeah, in the yeah. frame. Yeah. yeah, that that was fucking the first time I saw that. I was laughing my ass mm-hmm. off because like, he just keeps uh, acknowledging it. Honeybee. Yeah, uh, they keep alternating shots of her having a tear in her eye and not <laughs> oh, having and not. it. That's yeah. intentional. The uh, Thank you, Black Dynamite. I'm so happy. <laughs> the scene where uh, um, was it Chicago Wind's uh, friend gets slapped and then they cut the film. Yeah. <laughs> they cut the film off. And Ryan, shut the fuck up. I know that's you. I don't even have to look. <laughs> that, that... Don't make me send you back to Crenshaw Pete with his hot ass ho- coat hangers. Boat kangers. <laughs> I'm gonna dock myself. Boat kangers. Point. I don't even get points. This one. <laughs> that is that has to be my favorite like little bit in in the movie. Uh, the first time I watched that with like Derek and Annie, my my roommates back in college, we were just like bawling, laughing. <laughs> yeah, it's you t- it's like it takes you so off guard. <laughs> yeah, because so it's like up until that point, he's so composed. Yeah. Except when he's like fighting, and then he just explodes with like this seething anger well, for no reason. It also goes against the type of character that would be like, oh, you're going to get me over with a wink and a smile. And he just winks. And she's like, yeah. what about the smile? And this is my smile. dead face, he's just like, I am smiling. <laughs> Love it. So many great moments. And it's like that, I feel like, is what really, like, you know how I was just saying, you, you can't write some of that stuff. But what the, the stuff that they did write is it's, still so good. It's great. And like the the B roll of like the car falling down the uh, the hill exploding the twice. Thing. twice before it even hits yeah. anything it explodes it explodes in midair yeah he just drives off the road and it's already and it's on fire and the like the next... shot right before that is just him looking behind his like, maneuvering like, all these into the rear window curves. and it's like yeah try finding me now and he's like turning yeah. turning turn it's great it's just fantastic. So I think since this is a martial arts cycle, we should talk about the martial martial arts in this movie. I believe. And I would. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go. Go for it. I would. I would like to. Yeah. You can get your point in, James. Oh, okay. But I would like to yield the remainder of my time to Brother Steven Zarita, our resident martial arts expert. (laughs) That's me, James. Uh, I was going to say that I think that Michael Jai White actually has a dojo. Mm-hmm. Um, in town, yeah, yeah, and he's a black belt, and he's yeah, God. That would be he, awesome to learn from Black Dynamite. If, if you actually watch the trailers that uh, come with the DVD, um, one of them is for like another just like straight up martial arts movie, that like he's in. not not like a satire or a comedy, but just a martial arts movie that he's in. Hmm. That's really um, cool. But so there's one other thing that Michael J. White is in that I just want to see if you guys realize he was in The Dark Knight. He was the guy who put the bounty on the Joker's head. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I never thought. Is he of the that. guy who gets spoiler alert the pencil shoved through his eye? No, no, no. no. He's like the leader of the that guy. Though. He's the guy okay. who's angry in that meeting and then puts a bounty on Joker's uh, head, okay. and then Joker comes and kills him in like the next scene. I would like bring him in a body bag, like later yeah, at his yeah. estate or something. Okay, yeah. I need to rewatch the Dark Knight, but <sighs> remember someone he doesn't have the afro. 
no, no, no. no. Well, I'm mustache, sure. Yeah. But, but, but someone in that movie was also in, I think, a Mortal Kombat web series that was oh. done recently. I'm, I'm wondering. It's probably not him. I have to rewatch The Dark Knight to point him out. Yeah. Or I guess the web series. But what did you think of the martial arts? Martial arts were amazing. You can tell ah, man, between this and the wrestling show you took me to yesterday. I was like, I'm thinking I really need to get back into this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, ever, I don't want to bring it up again, but I've been out of it for a while. <laughs> why is that? Steve? Why, yeah. Why is that? The incident. Lack of, instru- l- lack of interest. Yeah. <laughs> the incident. <laughs> you but, lack the spirit of a warrior. <laughs> I, right now. Yeah. No, the martial arts were amazing. I mean, his kicks, he was very graceful. He yeah. knew exactly what he was doing. You could tell this wasn't a stunt actor. You know, you would see a very complicated spinning kick and then the camera a would hold and then he would turn and, around yeah. and you'd see, oh, that's Michael Jai White right there. Yeah. He just did that whole choreography. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And he's, he's, and he's used, built like a tank. Yeah. God. He's, yeah. He's, like his pecs even just yeah. like look like they could kill you. Yeah. Without even using his fists. Exactly. Apart from, uh, accuracy or competency in martial arts i think that the fight scenes were actually uh really satisfying to watch and a lot yeah. of fun just yeah. the uh the really uh i think their sound mixing and sound yeah. design for mm-hmm. those uh those heavy punches like it's uh it's very satisfying to whenever he lands those kicks and even like even when the it's goofily shot Mm-hmm. Uh, like particularly the first scene where he's like training it before he gets the call from his aunt saying that his brother's dead, <laughs> and like you see, like you're like on the ground with one of the uh, with one of the the victims, I, victims, yeah. Partners. I, he has like six sparring partners, and it's six but it's on like one. It, the I, I love, keeps. I love that you can't see. Yeah. Uh, all the ass that he's kicking off screen, <laughs> and then they pull the gag where he's. He's kicking ass over here, and then you, uh, the other guy turns around, and he's he's, he's right there. Yeah, he's on exactly. the other side of the screen. Like, There's, even though like people are flying in the background, you know, he just like walked around behind. The yeah, and you, can, and you yeah. can see his shadow. Yeah. There's a moment in that scene where you know he's beating up his sparring partners, and then it cuts to him, and you focus on him. You can't see what's happening to them off screen, and you see him like put his feet on someone's neck and then twist, and you hear the neck snap. And I think, <laughs> did he just? Kill one of his he students and guy? or sparring partners. Feel like, yeah. <laughs> Scram, you turkeys. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this movie does a great job, especially towards the beginning of like, he'll, he'll just change emotions on a dime. Yeah. When someone, you know, reminds him about his brother and he just, ah. Well, like there's also the, um, the, the part um, where he's like, and we cleaned up the streets. Now it's a great place to take an afternoon stroll. And then oh, he like it's instantly like... goes like from smiling to like dead serious again. What I what I describe as the Kanye whenever he gets caught smiling, <laughs> 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 he fucking shuts it down. Yeah, I love that stuff. It's great. I heard he was at E three. He was. I was going to ask Kanye. If I there. I saw pictures of him playing Street Fighter Five. <laughs> I was like, I was like, Kanye's here. I I need to get a picture of him smiling. And oh. then somebody like right behind me in line was like, Yeezy doesn't smile. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a story about some guy didn't know he was standing in front of Kanye West. The guy in front, you know, was you know trying to get a good view of you know the game he was in line to see. And anytime he would you know move his head over to get a view, Kanye's bodyguard would shove him out of the way so Kanye <laughs> could have his view. Was, <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's more important than you. So, there's no question that he just is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you marry a Kardashian? No. Case he's still hoping though. Case. No. Did a, <laughs> did a Kardashian have your baby? I didn't no. think so. So you can shut up and Do let you him even watch have his a baby games. named after a compass direction? <laughs> Not even that. No. 
I mean, you, you say these like these are all good things, but I think in the long run, they're all very bad choices. You say that now, but when South Zarita is on our <laughs> way. Um, yeah. Anything else about this movie that you guys liked in particular? I mean, of course, there's, you know, we, we mentioned martial arts. There's the ultimate martial arts move of throwing that shit before you even walked in the room. <laughs> I threw that shit before. The climax the of the film, I would say. Um, what was y'all's favorite line in the movie? That, like, that one would be mine. Like yeah. I said, the uh, the whole euphoria bit yeah. was great. That's that's probably one of my favorites. I think mine is Black Dynamite's intro in the movie. Mamas, you're going to wake the rest of the bitches. <laughs> oh, you oh know he what? has an amazing intro. The, the six-way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I had to yeah. choose another one, actually, it would probably be but Black Dynamite. I sell drugs I to the community. Drugs to the community. Fucking <laughs> 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 like I. What I will say, like I, uh, one of my closing comments, I guess, is like we talked about my, how great Michael Jai White is, how great the comedy is, and every aspect of the filmmaking process. But I also want to say that like that all the like secondary and tertiary characters are so like everybody's well very done. everybody's got animated. A yeah, they funny. each have a unique but that's accent. Or, yeah, you like them better for the fact that they're not well-rounded characters yeah, yeah that's true they are just caricatures exactly and, very one note and, and an extreme on each one but they work so note. well in a movie like this you yeah know? and like especially when it's like a character that like the like the whole drug pin guys that they go in and talk to and it's just like i'm declaring war on all drug dealers and everybody freaks out every single one of those guys had like a thing and they all had canes and like hats but like in terms of character, Johnny, again, it's hard yeah. to write that. It's hard to write that many different things. You yeah, know? And, I, and I feel like a lot of it was the actors bringing bringing that mm-hmm. forth. Oh, but. most of those guys are like well-known yeah. black comedians <laughs> who, Giddy, yeah. <laughs> who are, yes, very strong improvisers. Now, maybe you can answer a question I had. I didn't. There's only two things I I can think of that I really didn't like about this movie. One, I might just be confused about, so you can clear this up. They're the or, the orphans, the orphan kids mm-hmm. are being sold drugs and it's ruining them and all they just want drugs. Now, are, is the drug that they're taking, is that the anaconda malt liquor mm-hmm. or is that okay? It's then, dope, right? It's dope. All right. Then in that case, there's a weird break in the plot for me mm-hmm. because the ultimate goal seems to be getting the anaconda malt liquor. But the film spends a large portion of its time worrying about the dope that's being sold on the streets and to the orphans. And then he goes to the, all the drug dealers and he says, now if I catch any of you selling drugs, I'll get you. And then he leaves and we don't really see any resolution to that. If I may, I think that was, oh, you you were just disappointed at the lack of resolution to the drug? To the dope plot. Well, I thought that was the whole thing where he made the streets uh, safe to walk and have yeah, okay. a Okay, nice was that all done in that montage? montage? Okay, yeah. all right. And in fact, in that montage, it's kind of like, a, they kind of glance over it, but... Well, I don't know. Uh, the part where he takes the car and like drops Lifts it, it off and the drops cliff. it. Okay, that's the guy that's who the guy like who the is. King that's pin. the guy who's yeah. selling dope. Yeah. He's not connected at all to the malt liquor. That's well, no, they were he's connected dra- to the politician who Gloria was like. Was she running against him or his love? I interest? think so. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like proving that politician's corruption. So that was more part of the love storyline. Okay. With, with and Gloria. that was, and that was resolved earlier in the movie. And that was to distract black dynamite from the larger plot of distributing anaconda malt liquor. Right. Yes. Was I think that? So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hmm. think I would need, I would be explaining the intricate plot of black dynamite. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm reading too much into it. If it's more like this is a comedy, have fun, but it is a weird thing where I'm, 
I think, okay, well, with how much time they spent on this, it is weird that then they montage, yeah. which the no, montage it, in it, itself yeah, was yeah, funny, yeah. but then it, it got, to change it got gears resolved. so quick. It got resolved, but yeah, there was there was a, a bigger thing to move but on. But it was kind of like, and now here's this, you know? Like, it, it definitely did feel like that. And oh, by the way, the malt liquor thing. And then I had to kind of recalibrate and think, oh yeah, that thing from the beginning of the movie. And then I remembered my whole, oh, it's, uh, oh, the, the right, the penis shrinking, and then maybe Richard Nixon. Yeah. You're not getting any more points for bringing up how right you were again. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. He thanks was for about to give him to you. <laughs> no, I, I was just looking at right. how few he had. And then I guess the uh, only other advice uh, I had was vice qualm. Qualm. <laughs> thanks. Two weeks running. Qualm. I'll get it eventually. We'll have record of it too. The that's his vice. <laughs> Actually, dope is his vice. Oddly enough. <laughs> I one joke that I thought gonna, started to I'm fall flat. I'm gonna shake the smack out of your little your little smackhead body. Black Dynamite. We already tried that. It doesn't work. One of my favorite jokes. Quickly, I started to not like. It started off great. The joke about the Chinese kid in Vietnam who had his legs. <laughs> yeah. he, he, it started off funny as a very solid thing. Like, oh, he, he thinks all Asians are Chinese or something. Okay, mm-hmm. that's kind of funny. But then, as the more times you said Chinese, I thought, okay, you're you're hammering this joke a little too much there. All right, you can. Uh, me personally, I thought he could pull back on that. I mean, those are really the only two things I had. Honestly, wrong. I thought it got funnier. Honestly, it felt like he was after like the fourth one. I thought, oh, okay, you can stop now. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, upon repetition, you're like, okay, it started off funny. Yeah, it's not so much funny anymore, well, and then well, it gets funnier. Well, it comes back to being funny. <laughs> yeah. No, for well, me, by the way, the joke of that is that he forgot his line and he's repeating, installing to be able to remember and get through it. So he keeps yeah, it did the seem like either he was improving or. No, it, it was yeah. intentional. It was supposed to be he, like, make it sound like you forgot yeah. your line, but you're oh. going to get through it. <laughs> what was that oh. line where he walks in and he starts saying one word and then he switches to another more appropriate word? It's towards the end of the movie. I forget who. Wait, what? I think it's right when they get into Kung Fu Island. They walk in. I, I don't remember what the line was, but I know. But you remember the, the moment. That yeah. was great. There was one other moment that I had just thought of and have already forgotten. So What part of the movie? We're going to blow past. I don't nah. know. Right. We're going to blow past to... Ratings. Ratings. Ratings, guys. Ratings. Michael, guys. Michael, give us a rating. I love this movie. So good. Let me give it an A. Minus. (laughs) (laughs) Good clarification there. Uh, I'll I'll go next. I I said it with Mad Max, and um, I've got, I love it when a movie knows exactly what it is. and this is another one of those. Be careful, because you might make Ryan go on another Mad Max tirade here. <laughs> Did someone say Mad Max? <laughs> no, no, no. no, uh, no I no, said no. Uh, Rad Tracks. Blacks. This movie had a lot of uh, Rad Blacks. <laughs> rad Blacks. Hmm. <laughs> I don't he know about Brad Wax. I'm pretty sure he saw. He said Brad Wax. Brad Wax. Mm, okay. As long as you're talking about uh, Brad Pitt's uh, Mad Flax. All right. <laughs> Flax. Um, no, this this movie is is so funny and punchy. Literally, yeah. Um, Kicky too. That, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> that um, I can't help but give it a name, a minus. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a minus for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very eloquently spoken, Ryan. Thank you. I love this movie. My only two qualms are the ones I've mentioned. But that plot thing, even though you... Vices, you mean? My, my vices. <laughs> you see, you're, you're like positively reinforcing my use of I the know. word here, and it's going <laughs> to stick. No more qualms. The That plot thing I mentioned earlier does still hold it 
back for me, even though, you know, it is resolved and it adds to the comedy. It, it just did leave me feeling like you said, James, okay, now we're doing this with that kind of a, a feeling in the movie, which you really shouldn't have, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with a B plus. That gives us an A minus average. Excellent. There's also the, uh, I remembered the line. Okay. Black Dynamite. My mama says my daddy's name is Black Dynamite. Mine too. Uh, uh, oh, that's a uh, hush up, little girl. A lot of cats have that <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. The hey, hey, uh, Michael. Yeah. Uh, Can you give us a quick recap of the points? James four, Ryan five, Stephen two, me negative one. Good and, job, Michael. And that's uh, for doing that's, such a good job at reading points. I'm gonna give myself a point. That is Michael's recap of the points as we head into the challenge. 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 Michael, what's our challenge? We don't have a challenge today, guys. Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> well, so we're just gonna wrap we'll this break. thing up, cool. or uh, no? We can just we can just talk. Oh, all right. just wanna just, just wanna shoot the crap. You know, we can just shoot the crap. Shoot the craps. Yeah. I love me, me and Ryan play don't know how to play craps. Me and Steven can shoot the crap. James and I we're not on speaking terms though. Yeah, yeah. it's been a little weird. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. If you uh, if you watch the video right now, you can see that uh, James and Michael will never make eye contact during this podcast. It's uh, it's been a little awkward. I'm not sure what the deal is mm-hmm. actually. Um, Michael. Well, Michael, right, there's got to be there's got to be some sort of reason. Michael, you can talk to Steven and I though, right? Yeah, yeah of course. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. I don't know. Not that much. Um, cool. I, um, guys, I know he's like giving me the cold shoulder right now, but there's got to be a reason behind this, right? Like, yeah. The, if the, I mean, well, we got to think about this. This wouldn't right? be for no reason. Yeah. Okay. Michael and I are no longer on speaking terms. Okay. Terms. Term, term, term limit. Who has term limit? The the president. president. Yes. Think smaller. Uh, senators, senators? Mayor? Governors? Congressmen. 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 Yes. I was now, close. who... What do you do with a congressman? You elect you, them. You vote. Yeah. But when there's a problem and you've already elected them... You, you impeach you write, them. You write. You write your congressman. Write your congressman. Now, you can't wrong your congressman unless you don't what? Write them? Vote. Vote. Mm-hmm. Now stick with me. If you don't vote, you die. Vote or die. No one wants to die. So what do you do? I just want to live while I'm alive. Find out which district you're in. Which place you can go to to elect them. Usually a public school. Normally public schools are filled with children. 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 Perhaps some even illegitimate children. Michael and me and Ill- Ill- illegitimate children. Oh my God. Michael is pregnant with my child. <gasps> he can't have an illegitimate child. He wants to provide a loving, caring family for our love child. Now, what is now nationally legal? Gay marriage. Gay marriage. Michael is pregnant with my illegitimate child, and he wants to get married with me. Michael, is this true? I do. (gasps) The two words I've always wanted to say to you. I do. (laughs) 
Oh, congratulations, so you guys! You yeah, congratulations. When's the reception? Well, we need to get. We need to we, talk. We, about we need it. to actually get a reception. It's a big moment. <laughs> we need to get a certificate, make it official, because on a podcast, you can't actually marry someone without someone to officiate. Wow. None of you guys are captains, right? <laughs> you were the captain. Ship, now? Ship the captain. I'm, I'm the captain. Okay. No. no. <laughs> oh man, that's a big Aww, moment. That's that was real sweet. You know, James. That, that almost got me out. on the lips. Actually, James, that was that was beautiful. I know. I know this is just a conversation and not a challenge, but I'm I'm gonna go ahead and award you five points for that. Thank you. It's a big moment. <laughs> big moment in our lives. But it's not a challenge. We're just right, right. Yeah, we're yeah, just right. having conversations. We're, just, we're just talking. Yeah. I don't know. Steven and I we went to a wrestling show last night. We did. Wait, 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 wait. Shut up. What What did you say just now? I said we went to a wrestling show last night. That's right. We did. And it's all coming back to me now. We had, it was it was a really good show. We saw a couple tag team matches. We saw a lot of wrestlers. You were you were there to you know explain who was who. This was my first time at a wrestling show, but there was one person I knew who was there. Someone famous, someone in the seats. Do you remember who that was? Sofia Vergara. That's right. Sofia Vergara was at the wrestling show last night. What? Now, what is Sofia? What what do we have in common, Sofia Vergara and I? You're Hispanic. That's right. We are both Colombian. Now, in the Colombian Mafia, there is a signature sign for when the Colombian Mafia kills somebody. What is that? The I, col- I don't think it. Oh, the Colombian necktie. The Colombian necktie. She <gasps> oh, references yeah. it in her role as Gloria on Modern Family quite That's a right. bit. Yeah. Now, neckties, neckties in and of themselves are a very classy, high-end fashion accessory. If you want to get them done right, you got to go to one of these, you know, upper class stores. You can't just, you know, go to a Kmart to get a good one. You need to go to a store, something like a, a Hugo Boss, some place that sells suits. I myself have a Hugo Boss suit. All right. Are you guys following? Me? Yes. 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 Now, Absolutely. There's two words in that. Hugo Boss. My boss flies first class all the time. All right. Now, follow me here. This is a bit of a stretch. What happens if you take the, the first two letters after class in first class? What do you have? Ass. Ass. All right. Hold on to that thought there. Boss. Say that backwards. Sob. Sob, Sob ass. Um, but a more common term is sorry ass. All right. We're going to hold on to that. We're going to go back to the planes here. Remember the planes? Yes. You know, my boss, he's, he flies on planes. Who First invented class. Who invented planes? The Wright Brothers. The Wright Brothers. Of course. The Wright Brothers. What else did they make before they invented planes? Popcorn. Bicycles. Bicycles. Good job. Good memory, Ryan. <laughs> now, uh, you can see a lot of bicycles in the Tour de France. Now, who is the most well-known competitor in the Tour de France? Lance, Lance Armstrong. Armstrong. Testicle. You... You just skipped two points there. <laughs> yes, Lance Armstrong, and he's known for having testicular cancer. He's missing one of his testicles. All right. And, and he's also, you know, he did a lot of drugs, a lot of steroids. All right. What's the conspiracy here? It's all coming together in my mind. Sorry ass testicle. I think the the wrestling federation, as it's officially called, right, Michael? No. The, the wrestling <laughs> federation. Promotion is trying to turn us into a bunch of sorry ass, and I'm sorry for using this word, plane drifters, <gasps> by giving us steroids to look like they're wrestlers. 
but really those steroids are just going to make us lose our testicles conspiracy solved oh my god whoa I whoa think everybody's going to get James kissed. are you cool with that Hey, we're Mike, in an open Michael, relationship. They're not, a, they're not officially married. Michael just yeah, kissed yeah, yeah. Steven. Uh, uh, James, we're in an open relationship. Oh, okay. okay. Well, hey, yeah, gays are allowed to do that too. You, know? you think they're you think they're like giving us steroids, or they want to give us steroids? I think if we had ordered anything from the bar, it's in the water. Oh God! Luckily, I didn't. I have been feeling testy today. Testies, because soon you won't be. Well, you, the fact that he's been feeling testies is. D- you know, completely separate from the steroids thing. He's just been feeling James's testes. That's true. So he has. Steven, thank you for bringing this to light. I'm yeah, going to give you seven points. I think the word needs to be spread. Thank you. Wow. That's something. And we're unveiling a lot today. Yeah. yeah. Man, we should, we should have conversations more often. <laughs> Instead of challenges? Absolutely. It's, yeah. But no, I'm seriously, I'm done. I'm over it. Podcast over. I don't know. Yeah, we Maybe should just take wanna, it easy. You do know. you want to play some rock band after this, Ryan? Wait, what did you just say? Do you want to do you want to play some rock band rock on the podcast? Now, hold on a second. See if you can follow me here. What is the greatest, empirically the greatest rock band of all time? Bon Jovi, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin. You're right. Yes. I don't even like the Beatles. It's it's. Inarguable. Well, it's Queen. Led Zeppelin. But. You would have so many points already. Now. If I was hosting. <laughs> <laughs> what Zeppelin filled with flammable gases famously exploded over New Jersey? The, the Hindenburg. 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 The Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The Hindenburg. Now, what rock and roll artist also exploded out of New Jersey? Bon Jovi. Bruce Springsteen. Oh! <laughs> And you would have lost. So I knew. Many points I knew he was he going was that way too. I knew it. There's got to be a queen one coming. Now, <laughs> now, who was Bruce Springsteen's rockin' saxophonist? I don't know. <laughs> one, two, three. Jake, Jake Clemens. Clemens. Jake, of course. Yes. Jake Clemens. Now we need an old lady sitting to the side Jake to jump Clemens. in for the ones we don't yeah, know. Yeah, you. Yeah, thanks, lady. <laughs> Now, what sixty saxophonist made the once rockin' instrument a symbol of the masses? Armstrong? Louis Armstrong? No. No, he was a trumpet player. Trumpet. Kenny G. Kenny, Kenny G. G. Yeah. That, that was my answer. I was waiting to see if they knew it. Holy crap. Rock Band 4 will be exclusively filled with Kenny G songs. Whoa. That doesn't sound that bad. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. You're going to have to spend money on okay. the new peripherals. I would though. hope you would I mean, have the Brian McKnight rendition of uh, Careless Whisper. Can I just like play that on the piano? Like the the guitar? I don't feel like buying a new. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, okay. That's a big support. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. Cool. Awesome. Glad Good job. Uh, Glad we, we figured Rockstar? that out. Rockstar? <laughs> yeah. what's, the, what's the company? Harmonix. Harmonix. Good job, Harmonix. Rockstar doesn't make rock bands. They make... Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's the connection. There's Ryan, a whole other theory. I appreciate there. you bringing this to light. Everybody gets a kiss. That was beautiful. He's got a scratchy beard. He does. It. Yeah. But here's the thing. That wasn't that big a news. That didn't like rock mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. as big as their announcements did. Um, so I'm going to give you four points. Oh, I. 
I, I didn't know we were doing well, I mean, this. I thought we were just talking. Yeah, this, we were just you're just pointing something out, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I mean, I want to know about the new rock band. Yeah. Don't you? I do. Uh, but I just felt like you guys gave me bigger revelations, so it, it felt more impactful to this conversation. Okay. That's fair. So, well, I guess we should pick next for next week, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's I mean, do it. Who, who Wait, do, maybe, maybe should, the uh, points have changed now, it sounds like. Yeah, the uh, points have changed. Uh, James has nine. Ryan has nine. And Steven has nine. Oh, wow. Whoa. Goodness. I have one more random. No. No. It's already been decided. <laughs> okay. Because James was the best kisser. Okay. So James, I I'm going like to give you a, a bonus of point. I think there's a little yeah, bit of a bias. I feel like the guy who just proposed to him <laughs> <laughs> might uh, might be getting a little bias thrown his way. Well, James. Hey, if that's the if that's the uh, tiebreaker, that's the tiebreaker. All right. Well, congratulations, James. I Thank don't know. You. I don't know how you did it, but you ended up. Uh, you ended up winning. One this word: week. tongue. That's how we did it. Um, so next, don't week. Uh, don't say you didn't learn anything from this podcast. You heard it here, folks. And if you're only listening to the audio version, go check out the YouTube one, and you can see said kisses. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so right, in keeping with our um, martial arts theme that we've got going on. Um, next week we're gonna watch Enter the Dragon. Nice, with Bruce Lee. Oh, I am so happy. Uh, it was a tough toss-up between the Raid and that, but I feel like Enter Dra- Enter the Dragon is more of a classic. So, I th- think I've seen Enter the Dragon. I don't actually no, I don't think I have. I have not, but I, really I have not. It. If I have, Sweet. I don't remember. I'm the only one who's seen that. Yep. Yeah, nice. All right. Well, um, yeah, that'll be my pick next week, and I'll pick the Raid. Uh, at some point cool. in the future, too. And probably the raid, too. It's like Raid awesome. on, on your net, what? on your podcast day. It's a free, free raid. raid when you've already raid. <sighs> yeah. Can't wait for that next <laughs> Whenever week. you actually do pick the raid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so check out Enter the Dragon. And write us in, fuarock at gmail.com. You can tweet us at fuarockpodcasts. Check out our Facebook, facebook.com slash from under a rock. Uh, or you can check out the uh, challenge video that will be going up on youtube.com slash hyperdrivepics, along with uh, other such great content as... Well, we've had a web series for a while called Power Rangers Essentials. That's a mouthful of a title. I think it looks like I'm just changing it to Ranger Rewind based on the comments you guys have been like sending it. That's me. actually a good yeah. title. I think, yeah, good alliteration. I would give credit to the guy who gave me the idea, but I don't have his name in front of me right now. <laughs> so I'll do it <laughs> Thanks, later. Thanks, you. We'll Thanks. put it on the screen. Yeah. It's, it's right Make here. it flash. Do, 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 do. There you go. <laughs> um, and, uh, Thanks, you. Ryan was telling you guys to write us in or tweet us. You can also go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash from under a rock. We have been getting much more active there. Uh, and specifically, what you should write in is the answer to James's discussion question. This might is. be in poor taste, but I don't care. So <laughs> Great start. Bruce Lee's death was surrounded in a lot of mystery. Um which organization, secret organization, do you think is behind Whoa. his death? Okay. I'm going to go with ninjas. Makes sense. Okay. Cool. We'll write that in. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Write us in. We'll talk about it next week. 
And uh, until then, I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Yeah. Let's go around the table. I'm James McAnally, a.k.a. McDoodles. I'm Michael Ornelas, a.k.a. Mike Bourbon. I'm Stevens Rita, a.k.a. Steven Steuben, Suburban the Burbs. This is a Rita the Jerk. Ooh, I, a little, I uh, flipped two it of those. Wrong. I flipped Ooh. two of those. Next week, I'll you were get doing, it. You were doing so well with that. For I, had a, so I had a streak. Long. You did. I, I threw him off with the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> He's still shaking. It's like that Superman kiss in Superman 2. You just made me forget everything. <laughs> Spoilers. And I'm Ryan Evans. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of From, From Under, Under a, a Rock. Rock. Milk, milk, lemonade. Around the corner, fudge Dynamite. Bam, bam, bam. Dynamite. Dynamite. Bam, bam, bam. 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 Bam, b